0: you could change any choice you have ever made, would you? You can always make another choice and change the course of your success. Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of the Inspired Choices Show, business optimization expert, Christine McIver.
1: That is me. welcome, welcome. Welcome. How are you tonight? How are you today? Whenever you're listening, wherever you're listening from, I'm super excited that you are here. Tonight, we've got a really interesting topic for you, and we're going to have a hot conversation. If you want to join in on the fun, come on over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and join us in the chat room. We're going to have a lively conversation in here. I'm sure we'll be having lots of laughs. And we might even be delving into some new areas of thought. Who knows? You'll never know if you don't come and join us. But if you are listening um, after the live broadcast, you can just put hashtag replay from wherever you are or hashtag live. Everybody knows that, right? Anyways, okay, let's get into tonight's show. So we're talking about tonight's show is asking for more yet expecting less Weird question, right? But it's a topic that comes up in conversation in one way or another with oftentimes with clients, uh, oftentimes with uh, entrepreneurs, and it's definitely a topic that bears having a deep conversation about. So before we get into tonight's show, I want to tell you a little bit about who I am and what makes me an authority on what I talk about. So I am a business optimization expert. I am a business person. I've been in my own business for more than 15 years now. I work with entrepreneurs and businesses, organizations to show them where the gaps are in their business, where they're missing opportunities and where they can actually be really getting things organized, having great systems in place so that they are having more ease with getting things done so that they can actually spend more time in their business having fun talking to the customers, talking to people, connecting and creating great relationships, as opposed to being chasing their tail, trying to get everything done and get everything built so that they can have a great easeful business. I love to look at where businesses are at and where the opportunities are. I've been um, someone who's always been very organized, someone that can see the different systems and my brain Links in systems, but also in possibilities. And I bring that to the table with all of my clients and, of course, all of my hosts here on the Inspired Choices Network, where I am the founder and the CEO of the Inspired Choices Network. It's such a pleasure to work with so many brilliant people that are bringing their expertise to the world. And it really is an honor for myself and for our team to showcase these individuals and to guide them and show them where they can be growing their reach, where they can be growing their expertise and really be showing up in the world to make the contribution that they desire. So if you're someone, A, who is looking for more support where in your business, wherever you are in your business, if you'd like to grow it, if you'd like to really have a strategy in place to go in the direction that you want to go in, please reach out to me or if you're someone that has been thinking about bringing your voice to the world to perhaps a podcast but you'd like something even more rich, more more robust, definitely reach out to me. So either case, email me christine at inspiredchoices.ca and let's just have a conversation and let's get to know each other because who knows until we actually have the conversation, we're not going to know what could actually take place. So Let's get into the show. So asking for more, yet expecting less. So you're desiring more so you can begin asking for more. You know that for some, it actually works. Why not you, right? You even have read about the universal law of attraction and think, I can do this. And then it doesn't happen the business doesn't come, the opportunities don't happen, and even the joy misses being delivered to you. What if the asking was bang on, but it's what you did after the asking that is knocking it out of your hands? So that's what we're going to get into tonight. We're going to be talking a little bit about psychology. We're going to be talking about all sorts of areas of business in regards to this. But mainly, we're going to be talking about you and what's going on for you. So I did a program, uh, I think it was in 2017 and 2018. I believe those were the two years. And the program was called Up Your Ask. So yes, it's a play on words, up your ass. (laughs) So it definitely caught on. People really love the title of it. The whole premise of the program was really to get people to ask for more. What I learned over time in working with individuals was that people were primarily, and I think that this is still very much the case because I see it with people that I'm working with and people that I'm connected with, people primarily ask for one to maybe three things in their life that they really want. Now, those three things may change over time. But oftentimes, those two or three things last, they're in the ask zone for the individual for a very, very long period of time. And what I knew about this was that one, we're missing seeing what we are receiving, because we're not asking for things and and then seeing when they're showing up. Sometimes when we're not asking for something and it shows up, we think, oh, it's just a fluke. It's a surprise. But there may have been something on your heart that you were asking in in a non-verbal, non-brain required way that brought that to you. We're asking in more than just verbal ways. We're asking in more than just writing things down in our asks, we're asking with our energy. We all know that energy is real. We all know that it exists with every single solitary person and every single solitary item that we have in the world. And that includes our desires. Our desires are an energy. And when we have these desires, even if it's like a fluke, you drive by somewhere and you see something and you went, oh, that's so amazing, right? That, oh, can you imagine? Have you ever said those words? Can you imagine? And there's somewhere inside of you that the imagination begins to imagine that for themselves, right? That's an ask. But what most of us are doing is we are writing things off. Oh, that's just a fluke. That was just by chance. No, that's never going to happen again, right? We say these things because we have not fully um, received what the possibilities are with our desires and our asking. So that I want to give you a little bit of background on the asking piece. Now, the reason I started that program was because I knew that people were not asking for enough people's desires they were holding on it's nearly like they were squeezing their desires and holding them so tightly that they were it, it's like they were holding on for hope and when we open up when we begin to open up and we are asking for more and more things we there's something in us shifts something enough shifts and and I saw it occur with a number of people in this program and with myself is that as we open up these asks, and we start to ask for more and more, we start to receive more and we start to acknowledge, hey, I asked for that. And we start to then begin to operate in a way of knowing that we have the power and the ability to ask for more things and receive them in our life. Now, Of recent, I was thinking about running this program again, and I really spent some time thinking about it, thinking about what I really enjoyed, and thinking about what was actually asking for um, to be added to it, to to increase the value and the potency of that program. And what I really began to get was that it is the receiving piece. So I thought about doing a, a separate program called Up Your Receiving but what the program is actually asking for is a combined up your ask with your receiving a combined piece together so that's coming very soon i'm going to be announcing the date of that and then and then then this show started to come forward and really thinking about how people are asking for things and yet they're receiving doesn't match it and their expectation is what's kind of starting to get in the way of their receiving. Uh, Karen in the chat room says, at the beginning of the program, I was uncomfortable to even a- a- ask or how to ask. This was a big awareness for me. So there, that's very cool. Thank you, Karen. So understanding how many of you have been told you shouldn't ask for things. You should be grateful for what you have. How many of you out there have been told to be satisfied with what you have? Right. Put your hands up. Let me know. Well, here's the challenge in that. And I totally get it. You know, um, you've got so many people that you know, uh, maybe parents are trying to take care of and there's only so much money to go around and parents get frustrated, that certainly was me, and just wanted the kids to stop asking for things, especially when you didn't have the money and you thought, oh my God, can you just stop asking? Because we, the parents, feel frustrated that we can't provide that or we feel guilty or maybe even there's shame wrapped up in, in, the, uh, in the whole piece that we don't have the money for the children. But yet that's the worst thing that we can do is shut down somebody's asking. The world is an abundant place. There is so much prosperity in the world. There is so much available, so many possibilities available in the world. There are many, many, many millions of people that have excess amount of things that beyond, possibly even beyond their asking that they have in their life and There is so much abundance available for all of us. And what I really do believe that that what is holding us back from receiving all of our asks has a lot to do with our expectations. So let me know in the chat room or wherever you are, how many times have you asked for something and then maybe you were in that dream space of oh my gosh wouldn't this be amazing and you asked for it and you kind of were in that childlike mind of playful possibilities and then the next thing you know you kind of snap out of it or somebody tells you to snap out of it Christine and the next thing you know you're thinking yeah that's not going to happen and you're just thinking those thoughts you're not saying them out loud right you're just thinking yeah that'd be nice but How many times has that happened for you or how many times do you guess that you have a desire and then you go into that space? Or you have a desire and then you start looking outside of yourself. You start looking at people around you who are in their own business, who have have the things that you desire to have. And then you go into the conclusion that they're better than you, that they've been doing something longer than you, that they're just kinder than you. Whatever the case may be, your brain starts to talk you out of that you actually deserve it how many times does that happen? I really do believe that, and I don't have any huge data on this, but I really do believe that the majority of the time when people are saying, oh, I would love this, I would love that. The majority of the time we're talking ourselves out of it. And I think one of the biggest reasons that we talk ourselves out of it is because A, we've never experienced it before. So we don't think it's possible. And B, It's just it's too big of an ask. It's just too big. It doesn't happen to me. It doesn't. You know, why would it happen for me? Um, We have another comment in the chat room. I am far more cautious who I share my wishes or my asks with because of the response I could get back from them. I can easily get talked out of them. Oh, my God, that is such a fabulous point. How many of you share your ideas, like even your business ideas? I mean, I've talked about this many times. People share their business ideas or they even share what they want to do when they go to school. And the minute they share that, somebody starts talking them out of it. You know, it might be a family member. Oftentimes, parents will do this because they don't want their children to get hurt. They want to protect them, but our job isn't to protect somebody from their dreams. Our job is to encourage them and believe in them. If you had someone believe in what you could do in your dreams, wouldn't that change things for you? Wouldn't that boost you up as opposed to pull you down? Imagine. If that would do that for you, imagine if you were believing in somebody else's possibilities and somebody else's dreams. Imagine what that could do for them. We are up to our first break of the show, and I've got a lot more I want to share with you and a lot more I want to dig into and really give you some playful things that you can be doing to not only up your ask, but to up your receiving. So don't go away. You're listening to Inspired Choices. I'm your host, Christine McIver, here on the Inspired Choices Network. Stick around. We'll be right back.
0: Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe what would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures when you join the inspired choices show with business optimization expert Christine McIver you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention Christine does not hold back she brings all her expertise to every show are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? email, become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com.
0: This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Yes, we are back, my friends. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for clicking on the play button. I hope that what you find here is a benefit to you. And I hope it contributes to you in a way that you never even imagined. Imagine if that is a possibility. Tonight, we are talking about, um, sorry, the title, Asking for More Yet Expecting Less. How many of you, how many of you has have actually Ask for things and gone into that space of yeah, but it probably won't be. Or we go into the the space of we ask for something, right? Like let's say you ask for ten thousand dollars. You're you're looking for ten thousand dollars in your next month of business, and then without a heartbeat you go, but you know what? I I would just be happy with a thousand, right? How many of you have done that? Like I'd love a brand new car. But you know what, I'd just be happy with a great car that worked, that didn't have a lot of problems. Or how many of you say, I would love to have a beautiful big home that I could feel so happy and joyful in. But you know what, I'd just be happy for something decent, right? We cut down our own asks without giving the universe an opportunity to deliver, you're shutting off more possibilities and more opportunities because of your assumption that maybe you don't deserve it, that it's too big of an ask, or that it just is unreasonable, or or your belief system is telling you you're asking for too much. So here's something that I really want to delve into in this segment. I really want to delve into the piece about your beliefs. Your beliefs are something that are driving so much of what's going on in your life and in your business. Your beliefs. If you have beliefs about prosperity that are have any kind of a limitation, if you have beliefs, um, lack beliefs about yourself, about your capabilities, about your ability to have a large income, if you have beliefs about it's too much to ask for, or anywhere in your life that you have even the tiniest little thing that indicates lack, that is going to impact your ask. So for instance, let's say you ask for $5,000. I want. I would really love to have $5,000 this month. In income, fresh new income, that uh, a new income stream. Okay, you ask for that $5,000. And you just go about your business, you don't even think about it, right? You don't say that negative cut down right after you've said it, You you, you really don't give it a whole lot of thought, but you put it down, maybe you put it down in your ask journal, okay? And the end of the month comes along and you you didn't receive that. You didn't receive hardly anything towards that ask. You may have a belief system that is running in the background of your mind that if someone discussed it with you, you would find that you have a lack mentality that you you're not even consciously aware of. So a lot of our beliefs, the majority of our beliefs actually get programmed in our mind as young children. They're programmed by our parents, by our family, by the society around us. They are programmed very deeply. We are programmed with the words that we use, with the sentences, structures that we use, with even the slang that we use. We don't even realize how much we are saying That is a deep belief that is running in the background of our minds. And until you challenge that belief, until you really look at this deeply and do some deep inner work, this is going to impact all areas of your life. So I can remember when I was just starting my business and I was doing some deep um, personal development work and one of the topics that came up was about money and one of the questions that w- was laid out for us is what is your belief about money and it kind of took me back i'm like my belief about money <laughs> i want more um that's not a belief that's a desire <laughs> and so i really spent some time looking at the belief about the money and what i started to see was my parents and I started to really visualize and and listen in my mind to the words that I would hear them say. Now, my mother was a stay-at-home mother. She was an incredible woman who, you know, took care of the family. She took care of the food. You know, there were, I'm the 10th of 11 children. And my mother did an outstanding job. I mean, look at me. Come on. <laughs> But she was an amazing woman and she could, she was a happy mother. She was, you know, someone who was always creating and someone who always had plenty of food on the table for us. And, you know, she'd be singing when she was ironing, she'd be doing all this. She was very, a very happy woman. But what was very different about my mom was she would go into when it came to money, she would very quickly go into lack energy, I could hear her words. She my mother was a warrior. And she would worry about money and she would say, you know, you need to squeeze every dollar and don't spend the last dollar. Always make sure you have at least a dollar in your wallet and don't spend all that money every, you know, in in one place. And and all of these different sayings that are so familiar to me, they were programmed into me. And this was my mother's belief system. And, you know, she got that from her family. She was, you know, she was raised in the Depression and then she was in um, she had to work through World War Two. And then with raising a large family, you know, my mom and dad, um, they were dairy farmers and when the dairy industry crashed in 1956, they lost everything. They went bankrupt and they had six children and the seventh on the way. So, uh, you know, anybody would say, well, that's understandable that your mother would worry about money. Whether it's understandable or not, that didn't change things and make things better for my mom when it came to money. And I used to challenge her a lot about her beliefs in a very kind way. Then my father... He was an entrepreneur and he was someone I can hear his words and he would say, you got to you got to spend money to make money. You have to invest, you you know, and he had this total uh, bigger look at money and what money could actually do for you and how it could grow for you and be a contribution to you. And he knew that there was plenty of opportunities out in the world and he would go for them again and again and again. He helped a lot of people get started in their own business when they didn't have a lot and he taught them his philosophies so as I was sitting there considering what was going on with my parents and what I what I received I started to see that moments of my life where things maybe got a little challenging I would lean on my mother's belief systems and then when things got a little bit lighter and a little bit better I would lean on my father's belief systems and I thought well isn't that curious that I am consciously or unconsciously choosing their belief systems at, at different points in my life and it was in that moment and I can still see where I was sitting when I was thinking about this and made this choice it was in that moment that I said okay Christine what do you believe deeply, what do you believe? And I spent a lot of time in thought and I really got deep in what I believe and what I believe made me happy when I when I would really sit with it. And when I would really consider those beliefs, they made me happy. So when you think about your beliefs, if those beliefs are not making you happy, they're not in alignment with you. If something does not make you happy, if it makes you unhappy, if it makes you anxious, if it makes you angry, if it stresses you out, it's not truly in alignment with your soul. So that is a very big hint to let you know whether something is true for you or not. And what is a belief? A belief is just a thought that we keep thinking over and over and over again until we believe it. Now. Here's the thing. There's so much noise in the atmosphere. There's so much noise that we're hearing when people are speaking. You know, you will you've heard this a million times. You've probably done this yourself is all of a sudden you can hear your mother or your father come out of your mouth because you have those sayings so deeply ingrained in you. Well, the same thing when those sayings come out of your mouth, they are already deeply in the neural pathways of your brain. And deeply into and programming you with your beliefs. So you can give yourself the biggest gift of all in sitting down and really looking at your beliefs. Do you believe that the things that you ask for are available to you? It's a different way of asking. Do you believe that they are available to you? And what does that mean? Available to you as in something that can be given to you, something that can come to you. You first of all do not have to earn something. You don't you don't have to deserve something, right? You are a human being. You are first and foremost, you are a beautiful, infinite being. And you came here to experience all the amazingness that's here. You have every single solitary right to anything in the world, as does anyone else. And the gap between them having what they have and you having what you have in here, the primary source is your belief system. If you only believe that you are entitled and really deserve $1,000 a month because you have only ever received $500 a month, that's gonna be, even that's gonna be a huge stretch for you. You're not gonna see 10,000. But if you start to play with the idea, with the possibility, and you start to challenge your own beliefs, and you start to feel inside of yourself, what does it feel like when I say, I desire to have $10,000 a month. What's happening in your body? Pay attention to what's happening in your body. Pay attention to the thoughts that start to run through your head. What are you hearing in your own head that is actually fighting that thought? Think about this. Think about the the different pieces that are in your mind that you have experienced in your life that are actually impacting your ask. And this is where our expectations drop. We have large asks, but then our expectations pull that ask down. And then we wonder, and so many people say, ah, the law of attraction doesn't work. It damn well does work. What is not working is your receiving and your ask are not in alignment. Until you get your receiving in alignment with your ask, your expectation is going to be correct. You're only expecting very little or very just a little bit more than you've ever had in the past because that's what you're programming yourself with. You can change your programming by changing your beliefs. It's not as hard as you may think. And the really cool thing, and we're going to go to break in just a second, but the really cool thing about this is you begin to challenge your thoughts and your beliefs and you really start to up your receiving with yourself you start to change the world around you because you are no longer energetically at a vibration that is below the possibilities that you have available. And when you do that, you start to impact those around you. You start to raise your vibration and people will raise up their vibration to match you, oftentimes without even realizing Depending on the words that you're saying day in and day out and what you're sharing with other people, perhaps you're sharing with your clients, even sharing in your posts through social media, your beliefs are coming through. I am sure you see people complaining all the time on social media. I I have absolutely no time for that anymore. You know, it's one thing to say, Hey, I could really use some love and some prayers, but it's another thing to be complaining and complaining. You know what? You can put your energy into complaining. You can put your energy into all of that lack heavy energy. By the end of that day or the next day, you're not going to feel better. Or you can make a conscious choice to change the way that you communicate with yourself and with the world. And you can show up in the world a happier person. You can contribute your energy in a way that really contributes to the world and to your own world, or you can keep adding to the chaos that's out there. It's really totally 100% your choice. When we get back, we're going to continue to talk about upping your ask along with upping your receiving stick around my friends you're listening to inspired choices i'm your host christine McIver, on the inspired choices network i'll be here after the break i hope you will be too
0: many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe what would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures when you join the inspired choices show with business optimization expert christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention christine does not hold back she brings all her expertise to every show are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How
2: wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can.
0: This is the Inspired Choices Show with business optimization expert, Christine McIver. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back, my friends. I am happy you are here tonight if you're just joining. We're talking about asking for more yet expecting less. That is so common that people, you know, we've been told we've actually been programmed into not asking for too much so we won't be disappointed. Oh my God, when I hear that, I'm just like, no, absolutely not. It's ridiculous. If you're not asking, how are you going to be receiving? If you are saying to the universe, if you're saying to clients, if you are saying to customers, if you're saying to, you know, life partners or family members, what you desire, then they're going to know what you desire. But if you do less than that, way less than that, you're going to be disappointed with what you have, aren't you? Can you imagine saying to a customer, to a client, well, okay, you're thinking to yourself, well, you know what, and I know that many of us do this in business. Well, you know, I really feel like the value of what I sell, this widget is, is worth, you know, $500. But I don't think Betty has $500. So I'm just going to tell Betty $100 because, you know, I, she deserves, more. she deserves to have this. What? What? No. Absolutely not. First of all, that's unkind to you. That's unkind to the creations that you are bringing to the world. Like why would any new creative ideas want to come through you and come to your business when you're just going to devalue them? Think about that. And secondly, you know, every time you look at Betty or you look at someone and you go, they don't really have the money, you are adding, think of it like a rock, you're adding to that belief that they cannot possibly afford more. So you're putting another rock in their backpack of lack. Think of it as a lack rock. (laughs) Just made that one up. So you're putting that rock into their reality. You're putting that belief into their reality. Who are you to judge what anyone can or cannot afford and how dare you minimize them how dare you actually shackle them to the lack belief that they can't create more it is one of the most unkind things that we do to people out there and it's insane It's so insane. If someone had have done that to me, I can tell you I wouldn't be where I am today in business. People have said, Christine, you want this? This is what it's worth. This is what I charge. This is the value. And they didn't waver. And I'm so glad they didn't because I had to dig deep. And I had to not only did I have to get creative and come up with more money, which challenged me to step up in my business. But I also turned around and I valued that item that I purchased. I remember years ago. Um, I've told this story more than once. I remember years ago watching a young woman on Facebook. She had three children. She had just given birth um, to a child. The child was about two weeks old, maybe. And um, she was going on Facebook and she was doing readings. She did a hundred readings a day. I don't know how many days in a row. And she was giving them all away for free. And the reason that she did this was because she really felt in her heart that people deserve to have it for free. And I was just every every inch of my body was like, this is ridiculous. And I'll tell you why. What really read to me was she had a lot of people that really loved her readings and that was that was great. But I know because I did speak to a couple of people that expressed this to me, that they said that's what they wanted to do, that that gave them a lot of um, a lot of hope. And they that that's something that they wanted to contribute in the world and they wanted to be in their own business. Their husbands, however, said. You're not going to do that business if you're going to, you know, follow that model of not charging for your services. We can't afford to pay our bills just because it feels good to you. So that original individual was actually gave giving people false hope and we're actually setting them up. She wasn't giving them the example of how to be in business and how to really step up and value what you are doing. Now, yes, there are occasions when you maybe want to gift somebody something, but you don't want to make that your practice. Now, I don't know that woman's belief system. So maybe her belief system was that people couldn't afford her, or maybe she didn't have a very high receiving button that she could actually manage to receive even $10, $10 for each reading from a hundred people. I mean, that could have made a huge difference in her life. And if she didn't want the money, she could have gifted that to someone else, right? But our belief systems How we treat ourselves and how we treat other people has a very long, far-reaching impact. You, You have to be willing to challenge your belief system. You have to be willing to listen to the words that you are saying or even the thoughts that are coming up in your mind. How are you going to create an expanded life, a more joyful life, a more prosperous life, if you're not looking at the major source of that life, you. How are you ever going to be able to up your receiving if you're not paying attention to the primary um, functionality of the receiving? You, your thoughts, your behaviors, your choices. You are a combination everything about you your thoughts the words that you use the things that you write down the people that you hang out with the information that you consume the way that you communicate to your clients and your customers the way that you market the way the the things that you say to people when you don't think anybody's listening all of that combined is the energy of you and the beliefs that you are putting out to the world. If you are desiring to have more, if you are desiring to live a more joyful life, a more robust life, if you desire to leave a legacy, you need to have money. We live on a planet that requires money. We're not living on the planet of hugs. We're living on the planet of money. So you challenging what you're hearing, what you're thinking, and really getting present with those thoughts and those beliefs is one of the greatest gifts you can give the world. Because as you shine, as you grow, as you evolve into someone who asks and receives and is more prosperous, you can gift to the world, you can contribute, and you can teach the rest of the world, how to show up and be more prosperous. There is such a simplicity to this. It's not even funny. It's not as complicated as we think. It has so much to do with what's between your ears and what you allow to take up space in your mind than you will ever know. So I want to challenge you, take some time this weekend Whenever you're listening to this, sit down, take two or three days and really challenge yourself about your belief about receiving. Challenge yourself about your expectations. When I ask for X, what is my expectation? And just pay attention to the words that start to come into your mind. A lot of the expectations, a lot of the beliefs that we have are not at the forefront of our mind. That would be easy. The things that are really, really driving what's going on and what we're creating in our life is really in the subconscious mind. So you have to spend time really asking the questions. Something that I want you to keep in mind is a question opens your mind and a statement closes your mind. So if you say, I wonder what's possible with receiving today, that's going to open up the possibilities. But when you say, I bet today is going to be the exact same thing as yesterday, that's a statement. And boom, you just shut the doors on possibilities. Remember that, my friend, a question opens the mind, a statement closes the mind. We're going to go for our last break and then we're going to wrap this show up. Oh my gosh, how did this go so fast? You are listening to Inspired Choices. I'm your host, Christine McIver, here on the Inspired Choices Network. We'll be right back after this break.
0: Many of us make choices based on our past experiences or based on what others believe. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire for our futures? when you join the inspired choices show with business optimization expert christine McIver, you'll be provoked to look at what is true and what you know but may not choose that requires your attention christine does not hold back she brings all her expertise to every show are you ready to create and live the life you truly desire Listen for Inspired Choices every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
2: Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? email become a host at inspired choices network.com
0: this is the inspired choices show with business optimization expert christine McIver. to participate in the program join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspired you can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. now back to the program
1: Hey, my friends, thank you so much for being here. And thank you for sharing your thoughts in the chat room. I'd love to hear what's going on for each and every one of you. And if you are listening in the replay, do not hesitate to send me an email, christine at inspiredchoices.ca. You can also find me across all social media platforms. Just look for Christine McIver, and um, that's likely me. So what I really want to talk about in this segment is I want to talk about what it is that is is really holding you back from e- even looking at your beliefs a lot of people will have perhaps heard about you know i really got to look at my beliefs i got to look at my beliefs what is it about your beliefs perhaps that holds you back from even identifying them have you ever considered that question in your life we have so many different beliefs we had we have beliefs about um religion we have beliefs around money we have beliefs around children we have beliefs around what a woman does what a man does we have beliefs around sexuality we have beliefs around you know the way that businesses run we have beliefs around how governments are run we have so many beliefs and oftentimes people feel overwhelmed by the noise that's out there in the world and sometimes We're not even sure what we believe. And sometimes it's scary. You know, I was speaking with a friend um, a couple of weeks ago and I said to her, you know, I can remember a time when I was really confused and I didn't know what I honestly believed about people who were gay I wasn't raised with people around me who were outwardly gay. It wasn't a topic of conversation anywhere. It wasn't in school. It wasn't at church. It wasn't at home. So, you know, I was programmed like a lot of other people to believe that it was wrong. And. And, you know, since, you know, having conversations over the last 30 years, that certainly is not the case for me today. But I was able to have this conversation openly with her and said, you know what? It made me uncomfortable. And I didn't understand why I was uncomfortable. And through that conversation, I was able to get to the space of, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand deeply what it was that was going on, I didn't understand deeply why other people were uncomfortable and why I was uncomfortable. So as I sat with that, and I really looked into deeply into my heart at what I believed, that started to change. Well, that's just one example. All of our beliefs can sometimes make us uncomfortable. And our beliefs can sometimes challenge us and we don't want to look at them. But if you're not willing to look at your beliefs, if you're not willing to look at what possibly is stopping you, how are you ever going to get a true insight into who you are and a true insight to what needs to change so that you can have more, that you can receive more? you've got to be willing to look at this, my friends, and you've got to be willing to really spend some time deeply in your thoughts about it. It's not as difficult as you can imagine. Sometimes it's just getting through a couple different topics and really looking at what the truth is for you in your heart. And, you know, if you are someone out there who is challenged that you, you don't know what the beliefs are that you have, and it's something that you're, you're, You know, you're really struggling with trying to figure out. That's something that I do with my clients. I work in the field of business. I have personal coaches. I coach people personally as well and have for many years. But when I'm working with people in business, not only am I looking at what's going on in the physical business and how, they are, how they've set that business up and where the gaps are and how we could create more. I'm also looking at the owner of the business, the entrepreneur. I'm looking at what is, is really going on with them, the words that come out of their mouth, the belief systems that come out of their mouth, because that is such a vital component to how the business is going to operate and how the business is going to succeed. So I have a program called strategic business. It's a strategic business package and you and I will work together and we will go through a great deal of areas in your business. You get to choose which areas you want to focus on, but we're going to start to strategize around how you want things to go, the things you want to add to your business, maybe the things you want to take away from your business, how you would want to experience your business, and and a year from now, what you would love to be experiencing and enjoying in your business. And all the while that we're doing that, we're going to also be including you in what we are going to be discussing, and what we're going to be looking at possibly changing. You know, you cannot separate yourself from your business. You absolutely can't. You are part of the business. The business came to you because it wanted to come through you. But what's required is that you keep doing your personal development, that you keep checking in on what is going on with you and you keep upping your game. Your business can't up its game if you're not upping your game. That's your responsibility. Remember, The dreams that try to come through you get hidden sometimes because the belief systems have what have you have bought into. What belief systems have you bought into that are stopping these wonderful opportunities, these wonderful things in your desires to come through? Are you willing to challenge them? And are you willing to make a change in your life, even if it's uncomfortable? It's so possible and it can be so much fun when you start to really understand that you are completely in control of your life. You're completely in control of your future. The opportunities, the abundance, it, it is endless in this world. There's not, don't buy into the big recession. Okay, so maybe you have to do things a little bit differently sometimes. That's okay. But understand that the opportunities are so abundant in the world. There's so many things out there. We have nearly 8 billion people in the world. There's trillions and trillions of dollars. There's so many amazing things that are waiting for you. But it's up to you to really pay attention to what's going on in your mind, in your thoughts, and most especially in your beliefs. You can change it. But the question is, do you want to change it? And if you want to change it, are you willing to do what it takes to change those belief systems? And are you willing to up your asks along with upping your receiving? My friends, thank you so much for being here today. I really do hope that this really contributed to you and your life and your business. Next week, I'll be back again. We're going to be talking about business. We're going to be talking about hope. We're going to be talking about all the possibilities that are out there. Until next time, I want you to remember that you can always make another choice. Until then, bye for now.
0: Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Show.